you want to go into it, um, if you can get your Bible out, uh, 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 11, um, hallelujah, verses 23. Um, Twenty-six. First Corinthians. I'm gonna ask. Um, I'm gonna ask Caroline if you could read this for us. Uh, First Corinthians chapter eleven, verses twenty-three to twenty-five. Please. Right. First Corinthians uh, eleven twenty-three to twenty-six twenty-five. You know what? Read it all the way to 28. 28? Yes. Okay. First uh, Corinthians eleven twenty-three to 28. The Bible says, For I received the, uh, from the Lord that which I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus, on the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take it. This is my body, which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same manner, he also took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Please mm. do as often as you drink as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death till he comes. Therefore, whoever whoever eats this bread or drinks this cup of the Lord is an unworthy man or will be guilty of therefore whoever eats this bread or drinks this cup of the Lord in unworthy manner will be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself and so let him eat of the bread and drink of the cup. Amen. Um, actually, just keep going further down to, to 30. Right. Um, just keep going. Yeah, yeah. Just 29 and, and 29 and 30. Right. So 29. Keep going to, to 29 to 31. Sorry. So one minute. Right. Okay. 29 says, for he who eats and drinks in an unworthy manner, eats and drinks judgment to himself, nor designing the Lord's body. For this reason, many are weak and sick among, among you, and many sleep. Yes, but if, then, then the final verse, but if you would examine ourselves, we would not be judged by God in this way. Thank you so much. Sorry, I, I wanted to read a certain portion, but as you started reading it, I just felt wanted to go through the whole portion. Uh, most of us are, are, are familiar um, with uh, the Holy Communion. And, um, uh, and and then uh, communion is a time when, as the Bible says here, it reminds us um, that um, it's a time of remembering the body of Jesus, which was broken, and remembering the 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 body of Jesus, which was broken, and the blood of Jesus, which was shed. Okay, and so I want you to, I really felt that I want to, to go through this and, and see how the body of Jesus was broken and how his blood was shed so that you can understand the powerful significance that there is um, when, you, um, when, you, when you do what, when you take the communion elements, hallelujah. 
Um, uh, glory to God. Let, let us pray, and, and then um, and this, I'm just going to share this. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you for the opportunity, Lord, to uh, explore and be able to, 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 to see and to hear and to understand from your spirit the significance, Lord Father God, of the truths that you have uh, available for us, O oh God. Thank you that our hearts are open, O oh God. Thank you for speaking even today to us in a clear way. Let there be that impartation that you have for us in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen and amen and amen. Hallelujah. Um, so the Bible is telling us, yeah, Paul was, was speaking to the Corinthian church and, um, and he was speaking to them. He was telling them, listen, I have something that the Lord wants me to communicate to you. Um, and he begins to talk about the, the the communion element he says for i pass on to you what i received from the lord i pass on to you what i received from the lord himself on the night when he was betrayed jesus was betrayed and just on that footnote you need to understand that everything that jesus went through was so that he can be able to identify with you and me he can be able to identify uh, uh with, with when you when you when you experience betrayal do you realize that jesus was betrayed by judas the very person who was part of his inner team ended up betraying him not only even just judas but even peter they denied jesus when when times got tough they denied they even knew him and he knows how it feels when 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 those who were even supposed to be close to you end up betraying you Please understand that Jesus, um, his, 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 his burial, his death, his suffering, he was suffering for you and me. So that when we come to him, we can be able to receive. He can be able to, as the Bible says, for we do not have a high priest who's not touched by the feelings of infirmity, but one who has been tempted and tested and tried yet without sin, so that you and I can be able so to to uh, he can, he can be able to to relate with us when we reach out to him. So he says in here, um, uh, it goes on to say here that um, on the night when he was betrayed, the Lord Jesus took some bread and gave thanks to God for it. Then he broke it in pieces and said, "This is my body, which is broken for you." Do this in remembrance of me. So today being our communion Sunday, as we take the elements, there is a significance that God wants it to us to, to, to know that as we do this, we're doing this in remembrance of him. There is a price that was paid, glory to God, that Jesus wants you to be clear about. So that whenever you take the communion elements, you can understand that he suffered for you and me. He was bruised. And I, 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 let, me, let, me, let me just um, uh, take the time, first of all, to help you understand that this is not something that you just do flippantly. No, you need to do it with understanding so that you can be able to get the reward. You can be able to receive what Jesus has for you when you take the communion elements. So I hope that all of you have got your communion elements ready um, as, I, as I share this, and then we're gonna take this. It says, he said, and then he, he broke the bread. Okay, so the Bible says on here, um, and he gave thanks. So the Lord took some bread and he gave thanks to God for it. And then he said, he broke it into pieces and said, this is my body, which is broken for you. Do this in 
in, in remembrance of me in the same way he took the cup and said this cup is a new covenant in my blood um uh, he said this cup is a new covenant between god and people and an agreement confirmed with by with my blood do this as often as you do it in remembrance of me all right do this in remembrance of day. Then he says, for as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you are proclaiming the Lord's death till he comes. And then the Bible goes on to say, therefore, now this is important, I need you to get this. It says, therefore, whoever eats this, uh, this bread or drinks this cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of the blood and the body, uh, will be guilty of the body and the blood of, of the Lord. But let a man, here we go, let a man examine himself and so let each of, uh, and let him eat of the bread and drink of the cup. So he's talking about the attitude of approaching the Lord's table, the, 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 the mindset that when we approach the Lord's table, we approach it with an understanding of what Jesus did for me. Now, as your pastor, I want to make sure that you're clear um, and that you have a, a good foundation of, of just the awesome privilege that you have when we take communion that's why we don't take it for granted we take it with understanding somebody say amen to this amen amen, amen. hallelujah ah thank you lord so the first thing that you got to understand is when we look at the journey of jesus he came to pay the price he came to be the sacrifice lamb of god so that you and i can receive redemption that you and I can receive deliverance from sin that we are born. And so Jesus had to suffer. He had to pay the price because the first Adam sold us to sin. The first Adam disobeyed God. And when he disobeyed God, what happened is that sin came into the world. And when sin came into the world, all of us got corrupted. And so thereby we got separated from God. And there had to be a price paid for us to be delivered and set free from our life of sin. And this is what happened to Jesus. The first thing that we start to realize of Jesus, the Bible says um, uh, um, um, that, that it was the love of God that compelled God to send Jesus. For God so loved you that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him should not perish. So as we take the communion elements, as we take communion, we are celebrating the love of God. Somebody say amen to that. Amen. Amen. Oh, somebody say thank you, Lord, for loving me. Just say that. Thank you, Lord, for loving me. Amen. Thank you for loving me unconditionally. Thank you for, um, 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 uh, uh, the Bible says herein, we know the love of God, that while we were yet seen as Christ died, Jesus Christ died for us. And now when we come to him, oh, my God, we start to connect with the plan that he has for us. So let's quickly do this, and then we're going to take communion. The first thing is that when we look at the story of Jesus, what, what's the first thing that happened before he went to the cross? Remember that um, he had come, Jesus had come, he had preached, he had revealed himself as the Son of God, and then the Pharisees were, 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 were jealous about him. They, they, they basically um, uh, asked that there is, that there would be, um, 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 uh, when Jesus proclaimed what he came to do, what then happened was um, uh, the Pharisees chose that Barabbas, a notorious prisoner, criminal, be released instead of Jesus. So he was accused. And after his accusation, what then had to happen with Jesus is, um, 
he was then taken uh, to be crucified, all right? And when he was taken to be crucified, something happened. The first thing that we start to see is that Jesus had to be, uh, when they took Jesus because of proclaiming who he was, the first thing that Jesus did is that they put him on the weeping post. They put him on the weeping post. Now, I'm bringing to you the truths that you need to be aware of what happens when you take communion. So the first thing that happens is that they put him on the whipping post and they beat him 39 lashes. And, 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 and in Roman times, when they were beating you, the, the, they used to use stocks. And when they actually beat you, the cane that they used to beat Jesus actually had hooks, all right? So when they, when they, when they were beating Jesus, when they pulled the cane out of his body, they would reap his flesh. And that's what the book of, in the book of Isaiah, it says that, that Jesus, um, uh, he, when he went through what he went through, he, he, he lost form because of the way they had beat him. Now, the Bible tells us the first place that his body was broken is when they beat his body. And that's why we say that, that he was wounded for our transgressions and the chastisement of our pieces upon him and by his stripes, those stripes, he received them. As you take the communion element, you need to understand that Jesus received 39 lashes so that you and I can be healed. I need somebody to unmute yourself and say amen to that. Hallelujah. Amen. amen. The first place where his body, we understand, was broken was when they were taken, when they were beating him. And the Bible says they, they, they beat him so much. If you got that beating, you would faint because it was 39 lashes. And that's why he says that when you take the communion element, don't take it in an unworthy manner. Understand the suffering that Jesus went through for you to be able to take this communion element. The first place you need to understand today that he was beaten, uh, he was lashed 39 lashes so that you can be healed. I don't know what condition you have, and I know Sherry shared about her testimony of being healed, but as you take the communion element, understand and remember that part of the blessing of salvation is healing. Somebody say, by his stripes I am healed. Amen. As you decree and declare that, it is my prayer that if there's any area in your life that you need healing, understand that Jesus' body was broken when they beat him for you. Jesus took a beating for you. He, you know, you know, he, and, and when he was getting those 39 lashes, it was pain that was being afflicted into his body so that your body can be whole, so that you can have your body, so that your body can be able to be a temple. Your body can be the temple of the Holy Spirit. That God can dwell inside of you. And I want to encourage you today that you, as the Bible says, that we are to present our bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God. Somebody say amen to this. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, I pray that because of what Jesus experienced, that your body will be made whole. Hallelujah. I want to pray for you right now. I release this word to you that may your body may be made whole in the name of Jesus. Somebody say, I receive this. Hallelujah. May your I body be made whole. May your body, may, your body, may your body be made whole in Jesus' name. Why? Because Jesus' body was broken that your body may be made whole. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your word. Hallelujah. It says in here in John, and actually when you start to see the way the body of Jesus is broken, you go to John chapter 19. Um, uh, uh, and, 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 and Isaiah 53 verses 5 says, so he was wounded, he was wounded for our transgression. He was wounded for our transgressions. Thank you, Lord.
He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of my peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. Now, um, if you then come to um, uh, Matthew 8, Jesus this does something. In Matthew 8, verses, uh, Matthew 8 uh, 16 to 17, says, When the evening was come, look at what Jesus did. When the evening was come, they brought unto him many who were possessed with devils, okay? And he cast out the spirits with his word and healed all that were sick. Okay? Now, why did he do that? Why did he do that? That it might be fulfilled which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet himself, saying, himself took our infirmities and bore our sicknesses. I'm going to ask you, Caroline, if you can help me with this. Um, um, uh, if you can read that, read that for us. Um, again, Matthew eight sixteen to uh, seventeen. Okay, uh, Matthew eight sixteen to seventeen. Mm -hmm. uh, when evening had come, they brought they brought to him many who were demon possessed, and he cast out the spirits with a word, and he healed all who were sick, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, saying. He himself took our infirmities and bore our sicknesses. My God, my God. Are you, are you seeing what we're reading here? The scripture is telling us, I just read to you what Isaiah the prophet prophesied in Isaiah in Isaiah 53, 5. It says that, that he was wounded for our transgression, that he was bruised for our nakedness, that the chastisement of our peace is upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. Notice this. Then when it comes to the book of Matthew, the Bible is telling us, now, this, this should just build faith in you. When, when evening was come, they brought unto him many who were possessed with devils. And he cast out the spirits with his word and healed. Sorry, Caroline. What, what is the word after the healed? Did he heal some or did he heal most of them? What does the Bible say? What does your Bible say? It says, um... He healed... Verse 16. He, and he healed all who were sick. He healed all. Somebody say all. All. He healed all. Um, 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 I, I want you to understand today. I'm sensing. Thank you for sharing that testimony, Sherry. I feel God wants to heal, bring healing today. Uh, healing, healing. He healed. The Bible says when they came to Jesus, he healed all. I don't know what condition you have. But I want you to take the communion element in faith, believing that whatever condition there is, that the healing power of Jesus is able to, to, to come to that situation and bring healing. Not only does he heal our physical bodies, he's able to heal you emotionally. He's also able to heal you uh, wherever, what, in, in whatever area in your life that you need healing. There is healing available. Someone said there is healing available today. Hallelujah. There's healing available today for you, for me, for my house. Hallelujah. And I receive it in the name of Jesus. He healed all. I don't know what condition it is, but I receive I receive healing. I receive wholeness. I receive being in health. That my body is 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 glorifying God by being in health in Jesus' name. May God bring healing to your home. May God heal your daughter, your son. You may God bring healing in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Number two, um, um, I bring to you the second place that the body of Jesus was broken is that, you know, when he, when they put him on the cross, when they put Jesus on the cross, um, 
uh, before they put him on there, they, 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 in, 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 in John chapter 19, verse 2, the Bible says that the soldiers twisted a crown of thorns, here we go, and put it on his head. They took a crown. This is Jesus. I need you to understand what happened to him, that you do not take this salvation for granted. We need to remind ourselves of the sacrifice and of the pain of the, of the agony that he went through. Number one, Jesus knew he was going to go through this. He, he willingly allowed himself to go through this so that you and I can be able to walk in the blessing of salvation. We don't take it for granted that we have church. This, it cost Jesus for us to meet here today. It cost him. And let me show you this. Let me show you this. He was, he was, the Bible says that the second place his body was broken is that they took a crown of thorns, David. They took a crown of thorns and they mocked him and they put it on his head. They took a crown of thorns and placed it on his head. Now, when you take, you know what happens with thorns? They are sharp. They are painful. And so it was that, that his body was being broken when they were putting that crown of thorns upon his head. They were piercing his head. But he knew what was happening in the spirit. This was what was happening. What was the significance of his body being broken when they were putting the crown of thorns on his head? Now, if you go to Genesis chapter 3, verses 17 and 18, Genesis chapter 3, verses 17 and 18, the Bible says, And unto Abraham he said, Because thou hast hearkened unto the voice of your wife, and you have eaten the, of the tree of which I commanded you, saying, You shall not eat of it. He says, Cast is the ground for your sake. In sorrow shalt thou eat of it all the days of your life. Verses, here, here we go, verses 18. Thorns and thistles it brings forth to thee, and thou shalt eat the herb of the field. So the, the, when they were putting the crown of thorns on Jesus, it was a reminder that, that, that the humanity and that there was a, there was there was there was there was sorrow that that that, that because of sin um, uh, sorrow came into the world and a curse came onto the world because of what the first Adam did. But Jesus, when they were put in that crown of thorns, um, understand something: the crown of thorns um, it, it symbolizes a pain. It, it, it symbolizes toil. Remember, he says, indeed, he says um, in, in Genesis chapter 3, verses 17 and 18, he says, you know, with thorns and thistles, you will eat of the, of the um, he says um, in verses 17, he says, thou shalt not eat, cast is the ground for your sake, in sorrow you shall eat of it all the days of your life. Please understand that, that it is always a strategy of the enemy to cause you to toil. It is a strategy of the enemy to cause you to struggle. When God put us in here in the first place, that was not the intention. But because they disobeyed God, God says, "In you will there will be toil, and you will eat the toil of your labor." And so, for some of us, some of the frustrations that we experience in life is because of this curse that we need to understand that the body of Jesus broken so that the curse can be removed. Somebody say, I am blessed. Hallelujah. As I drink this word for you today, I'm praying that whatever is causing pain and sorrow in your life, understand that when they put the crown of thorn on Jesus' head, he was breaking that curse. He was saying that, uh, that, that, that there's a blessing coming upon you in Jesus' name, that, 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 would, that a blessing would rest upon your head, the blessing of God would rest on you, that things that would cause heartache and pain, 
that, that through your knowledge of the word of God, that the pain would be removed in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. So I want to declare to somebody in Jesus' name that it's a season whereby a, a, a barrenness is broken off your life. Amen. The effects of the curse. Let me let me read it down. The effects of the curse was, was toiling, was sweating with no results, was barrenness, pain, laboring, hardship. But through what Jesus did, look at what happened in, in Galatians 3, 13. It says, Christ has redeemed us from the curse. Somebody say, I'm redeemed. I'm, <laughs> redeemed. I'm redeemed. Christ has redeemed us from the curse. Here it is. It says in Galatians 3, he has redeemed us from the curse. Having been made a curse, um, having become a curse for us, for it is written, curse is everyone who hangs on a tree. That's the blessing. Somebody say that the blessing. The blessing. The blessing. Yeah, verses 14 says that a blessed that the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles in Christ that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. We might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. I want to decree and declare to you that your season of barrenness, we are saying no more to barrenness. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody say amen. amen. No, come on, no more to laboring and not seeing the fruits of your labor. God, I'm praying that I'm blessed. And because I'm blessed, things are working for good for me. Somebody say amen. Hallelujah. You can even amen. type it. Amen. amen. Because I am not cursed, I am blessed. That means that um, things that would have caused pain and heartache, he's removing them. And, 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 and the blessing is working for me. I pray for you. You who are gathered here today, that the blessing is, come on, stretch your hands. I want to release this. The Blessing is working for you. Hallelujah. Somebody say, I receive it. Glory to God. The blessing is working for you right now in Jesus' name. Receive it. Why? The crown of thorns which was put on Jesus was for the curse to be broken. I pray that you're living a blessed life. Hallelujah. Listen, as you take communion today, I want to, I want to agree with you that you're living the blessed life. Amen. Amen. Somebody say, I'm living the blessed life. I'm leaving the blessed life. That's right. I'm leaving the blessed life because Christ, you got to remember this. Jesus said, as often as you do this, do this in remembrance. You need to remember, I'm not called to toil without, without having a, a result. When I sow, I will reap. Amen. When I, put, when I put effort, I will get a result in the name of Jesus. And I pray that receive it now. now the, the third place that his body was broken is when they, when they put him on the cross. Uh, they then they then pierced him. They they nailed. You think about it. They took a nail and they nailed his hand. Put a nail right through his hands, uh, which went into the into the beam that was behind there. Um, um, it was it was agony. Um, they nailed his hands to the cross. Why did they nail the hands of Jesus to the cross? According to Deuteronomy 28, 12, it says, The Lord shall open to thee his good treasure, the heaven to give you rain in the land in your season, and to bless, here we go, and to bless all the work of your hands. Come and look at your hands, stretch forth your hands. Oh, glory to God. These hands are blessed. I'm going to say these hands are blessed. These hands are blessed. Hands are blessed. Oh, this is this is this is this is a prophetic service. Come on, say these hands are blessed. These hands are blessed. Amen. These hands are blessed. Why? Because exactly. Jesus understand this. He paid the price. They nailed his hands onto that cross. And the Bible says in Jeremiah 28, 12, to bless the work of thy hand, and thou shalt lend to many nations, and ye shall not borrow. 
to bless the work of your hands. I'm praying that that the, may the work of your hands be blessed. Amen. Somebody say, may the work of my hands be blessed. May the work of my hands be blessed. May the work of my hands be blessed. Come on, prophesy. May the work of my hands be blessed. May the work of my hands be blessed. One more time. May the work of my hands be blessed. I'm gonna look at those hands and say, "These hands, these hands, are blessed hands." Are blessed hands. Let me give you the second thing you need to understand: is that his hands were pierced so that when you lay hands on the sick, they can get healed in the name of Jesus. Oh, hallelujah! Oh, somebody say, when I lay hands on the sick, I will do this. When I lay hands when on the sick, they shall be healed in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Oh, yes. Mark 16, 17 to 18 says, And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name they will cast out devils. They will speak with new tongues. They, verse 18, they shall take up serpents, and, and if they drink any deadly thing, it will not have it will not hurt them. They shall lay hands. My God, what are you doing with those hands? They shall lay hands on the sick, and the sick shall do what? Shall recover. Recover. Be healed. I, I wish I could see more of you. I want mm. that some of you that your videos should be on. Why am I not seeing your video? <laughs> Eric, especially Eric. Let me let me call you some of these. Some of you veterans who are part of this church, Elijah, so I know Elijah, you're working. <laughs> Listen, I want to see you just stretch your hands and say, these hands are healing hands. Glory to God. Come on. Healing hands are healing hands. Yes, when I lay hands on the sick, on the I sick they, they shall, they shall be healed. In Jesus' name. Glory to God. Glory to God. It is my prayer for you as a church that we walk and demonstrate the love of God. We take the communion element today. I'm saying, Lord, use these hands to heal us. As I take the communion hands, I'm saying, Lord, as I do my work this week, this month, and for the rest of my life, may the work of my hands be blessed. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. Hallelujah. Come on, you got to understand this. He has blessed the, He has blessed your hands so that you can be able to clap your hands, oh ye people, and shout unto God with the voice of triumph. Hallelujah. Amen. So, so today, as I'm sharing this, when we take communion, we are saying, Lord, the work of my hands are blessed. Lord, um, that, that, that I am not toiling, but I'm seeing the, I'm, I'm, I'm putting effort and I'm seeing a return on investment in Jesus' name. Amen. Oh, somebody say amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, I'm more, I'm more excited than you are, but I know we're, we're getting there. Come on, the next place that his body was broken was the, oh, come on, church. They put him on the cross. I want you to visualize this. They've put him on the cross. They have put a cross. First of all, remember, he's got the, he's got the 39 lashes on his back. Okay. Mm -hmm. Amen. I see some extra faces. Good to see you, Karis. Bless God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Uh, I've got this monitor on this side, so I'm able to, to see who's who's giving me that moral support. Glory to God. Um, they, 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 they lash him on the back, all right? So he's got the pain he's having at the back. They then put a crown. This is because of you and me. This is because of you and me. The, he was going through this because he loves you and he loves me. 
And it is important for you to understand this so you can be able to say, Lord, I receive my healing. You can be able to say, Lord, I receive the blessing on me. You can say, Lord, these hands are blessed. The work of my hands are blessed. I refuse to be frustrated. I refuse to toil. And, 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 and you know, frustration is when you're putting effort and you're not seeing a return. I want to break that spirit that has been following Jesus. some of you. I do break it in Jesus' name. A toiling spirit right now. Stretch forth your hands in Jesus' name. I feel I want to break a demon, a spirit, a toiling spirit that's been following you, frustrating you, causing you that the return of your investment does not match what you've done. I pray for you in Jesus' name right now. May every toiling spirit be removed from your life in Jesus' name. Somebody say, I receive it now. I receive it now. I receive it now. Receive it now in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. His body was broken when they nailed his feet to the cross. Why did this why, why did this happen? So that the so that why was it, were the feet of Jesus nailed to the cross? So that you can hear the gospel. He did this so that the good news of the gospel may come to you. You have to please get this. Jesus, for you to hear the gospel, a price was paid. Don't take it for granted that you've heard the gospel. Don't take it for granted that you got to hear of the message of salvation and you got to hear that there's an opportunity for you to turn your life around. I want to preach to somebody today and tell you, don't take this gospel for granted. Stop taking your salvation for granted. It costs Jesus. He agonized. Do you realize in the Garden of Gethsemane, he didn't want to do it. He said, Father, if it is possible, take this cup of suffering away from me. Nevertheless, not my will but your will be done. I pray for somebody today in the name of Jesus. I pray that you will value your salvation. I pray today that you will say, Lord, thank you for saving me. I pray that there will be a new gratitude in you, that you don't take it for granted, that we can come together as a church. This cost his life. It cost him pain. It cost him. Listen, you get. I'm telling you, do you realize how, how, how honored you are to be saved? In fact, the Bible says, blessed are your ears that hear this gospel. There are people who do have not seen the light. There are people who have not heard this word. There are people who haven't come to the knowledge of the, what I'm giving to you today. But you are here today. And you're not here by mistake. You're here because God wanted you to be here today. Those of you who are watching this on Catch Up, I pray that this word will change you and transform you and realize that there was a, there was a heavy sacrifice that Jesus put because he loves you. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, how he loves me. Romans 10, 15 says, it says this, uh, how shall they preach except they be sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings to you. Amen. God said, I'm blessed to bring you the gospel. It's a privilege for me. And it is a privilege for you to tell somebody about Jesus. And I want to commend all of you for not being ashamed of your faith for not being ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And I want to challenge you to, to uh, put on the gospel. Put on the, the it says in here, how, 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 um, and how shall they preach except they be sent? And, and, and this is how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace. Some of you, you, you need to put on your gambits. You need to put on those gambits of evangelism. Hallelujah. You need to put on the gambits of evangelism. You need to share about Jesus. New Revival Church, we need to see people getting saved. We want, we want to be light and salt. And I want you to just 
put on the gambles of evangelism. Amen. You need to put on those shoes. You need to put on those shoes. And somebody needs you to tell them about the love of God. You're not bashing them. You're just telling them, listen, there's a better way. God loves and God has a plan for you. He's looking to you. When last did you encourage somebody in the things of God? When last did you invite somebody to come for church on Zoom? When last did you reach out and encourage somebody to connect with God? I want to encourage you that, 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 that there's a price that was paid that you can be an ambassador. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Oh, may you become that ambassador in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Be that ambassador that God has called you to be in Jesus' name. His feet will appear so that your steps may be. The other thing is, I want you to receive this. Um, uh, his feet will appear so that your steps may be ordered by the Lord. I need a big amen. Why? Amen. amen. When I'm taking the communion element, I'm saying, Lord, order my steps for the rest of my life. I want somebody to say, Lord. Everybody say, Lord. Order my steps. Order my steps for the rest of my life. For the rest of my life. In Jesus' name. Jesus. This is very important. You've got to understand that when you make these kinds of prayers, you, you that means you're saying, Lord, I will be at the right place at the right time in the name of Jesus. Glory be to God. I'm not going to be misled, but I'm going to have the my steps are ordered by the Lord in Jesus' name. I'm praying that God will direct my paths in Jesus' name. Where I went astray, that God is bringing me back home in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. His price, his body, he, the when the, when the they were piercing his, his feet. They were, they were inflicting pain so that the journey of your life may be ordered by God. Oh, lift your hand and say, Lord, thank you for ordering Amen. the journey of my life. Thank Glory to God. Amen. Amen. Thank you for ordering my, his feet were pierced so that you can find a purpose. Feet represents progress. His feet will appear so that you can progress in life. I break every hindrance, everything that is hindering your progress. I pray today as you take the communion element that every hindrance to your progress, it comes down in Jesus' name. Somebody say, I'm making progress. I'm making progress. I'm making, making progress. progress. I'm making progress. I'm making progress. I come against stagnation. I take authority over stagnation. I take authority over things that are causing you to, st to stagnate and not to make progress in life, uh, to keep having setbacks. I declare and decree in Jesus' name that you are making progress. Somebody shout, I'm making progress. Help me. I'm pro making, I'm progress. making progress. progress. My God, my God. I wish I was in in-person meeting. I'll be jumping on the chairs right now. Hallelujah. <laughs> I, I would stand on the chair Amen. and say, you are making progress. Glory to God. Amen. There is a price that was paid for you to make progress. Do you realize this? That's what I want you to understand. When you're taking this communion element, that's why today is Holy Communion Sunday, because I, want, I felt though, to take the time, instead of just doing it traditionally, but to take the time to teach you that when you take it, you can say, Lord, I'm making progress. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. God is ordering my steps in Jesus' name. The Bible says, let me give you a Bible. Psalms 37, 23 to 24 says, the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. Hallelujah. The steps Amen. of a good man are directed. Amen. Let me read it in the Amplified. It says, The steps of a good man are directed and established by the Lord, and he delights in his way. Though he falls, he will not utterly be cast down, for the Lord grasps his hand in support and upholds him. Did you hear that? 
In other words, when you fall, because the price was paid for your journey, the Lord will pick you up. Amen. Come on, lift your hand and say, Lord, thank you for picking me up in this journey of life. Come and say that. Some of you have stumbled. Some of you have fallen. Some of you have, 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 yes, you've stumbled and fallen, but God says, don't stay down. Lord, pick me up. That's right. Lord, pick me up. Hallelujah. Lord, pick me up in my prayer life. Lord, pick me up in my, in my, in my prayer life. Pick me up in the study of the word. Pick me up, Lord, to be a better person in Jesus' name. Lord, pick me up because you have paid the price for me to run my race and to fulfill my purpose in Jesus mighty name hallelujah I want to wrap it up I want to wrap it up his body was broken when they pierced his side they then you know what they then took they then took a sword church I want you to visualize this I mean this was execution this was torture this was not just you know so that's why Jesus didn't want to do it he knew what was ahead of him so let's go through again. What happened? Before he went to the cross, they put him the 39 lashes. They beat him so much that you couldn't recognize those Jesus. Number two, they then took a crown of thorns. They mocked him. Those Roman soldiers, they were cruel. They took a crown of, a crown of thorns and they put it on his head and says, you, you, you says you're the king of the Jews. They put that on him, piercing him, mocking him. They then took the, they put him on the cross. They took some nails and nailed his hands. We talked about that. On top of that, they nailed his feet. I mean, he was crying. He was wailing. When he was on the cross, he ended up crying and saying, Eloi, Eloi, lama sabachthani. He cried those words. My God, my God, this is too much. This is too much. This, this is painful, man. On top of that, they then take a sword, church, and then they pierce his sword. So look at my hand. That's him. This is his side. They take a sword and they pierced his side. And he cried on that cross. See, so this, this is my God, my God. The words he said were recorded in, in, in my God, my God, why have you forsaken? When they pierced his side, church, and I want to finish on this. In, in John 19, verse 34, but one of the soldiers with a, with a spear pierced his side. And, 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 and forthwith came out of him blood and water. This was the price that was paid, church. I want you to look at me. I want you, I want you to look at me and see this. Look at me. This was the price that was paid for this church to meet. Amen. 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 You better not take these meetings for granted. He said this, it says in here that when the blood and the water came out of his out of out of his out of his side when they pierced him, that was the price that was paid for the birthing of the church. For there to be a congregation. For us to meet together as a spiritual family. For us to come together and be part of a family. And so if you're not part of a church, if you're not part of this vision and you and you want to connect, I pray that you connect. You, 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 you don't forsake assembling of ourselves together because it cost him so much pain so that you and I can come together and that Jesus may be the head of the church and we are his body in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So I pray that Amen. the blessing of Amen. God rest upon us. I mean, it was just too painful. The second thing was is that when he got pierced on his side, 
but so that you and I can be filled with the Holy Spirit. As we take communion today, I want you to, to, to thank God for your church. Thank God that you're part of the body of Christ. As you take the communion today, let's do this right now. I want you to take your communion right now where you are. Just, just take your communion, your, the communion element. Uh, let me grab mine. Um, get your communion elements, and then we're going to we're going to uh, we're going to receive this. So just take them right now. Everybody, grab your communion elements. I'm just grabbing mine. I have with me everybody um, trust you have your communion elements the text teaches us when we read it earlier on it says let each one examine himself verse 27 as you take this communion element, you have been touched in different ways as I've preached the word. Some of you could be healing. Some of you could be recommitting yourself to Jesus. Some of you is being committed to the house of God. Um, some of you, it's, it's, it's um, betrayal. The fact that you got betrayed. It says in here, that's what he says, I received from the Lord that which I also delivered to you, that the same night, on the same night in which he was betrayed. So for those of you, 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 you're receiving, as you take the communion element, this is healing for the betrayal that you experienced. That Jesus will heal your heart in Jesus' name from the betrayal that you've experienced. He says, therefore, whoever eats this bread and drinks this cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of the body and the blood of Jesus. But let a man examine himself, and so let him eat of the bread and drink of the cup. Let him eat of the bread and drink of the cup. This is a holy moment before God I have with me. The elements, these are elements, which means they're representative. So it could be whatever you have as an element, and you also have a, a piece of as an element. And I want to lead you um, together. So let's do this together in Jesus' name. At this point in time, Father, we come before your holy presence. Lord, even as I share this word, I feel the, the passion, I feel the emotion, I feel that is a reminder, God, to me and to all of the great sacrifice that you paid for us. I mean, even hearing this gospel, it is, it is, it's a privilege, oh God, that we are not taking for granted this, this moment that we have, that we can have a church to come to. We, we, we've learned that, they, they, that your side was pierced. Pierce so that, so that, so that we can meet together. So right now, as we take this communion element, the bread, I pray that every toiling spirit, betrayals, sicknesses, um, uh, frustrations, they be broken off our lives. Where we are broken, may we be made whole today.
May whatever area of brokenness, whatever is causing pain in your life, those who need healing, I pray that you will be healed in Jesus' name. So Father God, as I take this, broken homes, relationships, whatever is broken, family issues, whatever is broken, as you take this communion element, some of you are broken because of bereavement. You've lost a loved one. Jesus cried and said, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Sometimes I feel that, Lord, you're not with me. Sometimes I feel like your presence is not with me. So as I take this communion, I take this and I realize that you will, you will never leave me nor forsake me. He said, take it. This is my body broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Now with one accord, as one family, let us receive the bread. Take it now. Now, just in your own words, just thank him for his body. Just right now, just thank him. Father, we thank you that as we take this, the Bible says, do this in remembrance of me, that this I did for you. Everyone that's watching this, he did this for you. He loves you so much that he was willing to be crushed. He was willing to be humiliated so that you can be blessed, so that you can be honored. So the curse, so that, that toiling spirit may be broken off your life. I decree and declare that as you go forward, you, be, you will be successful. I pray as you go forward that you are healed. I speak to healing in Jesus' name. From the crown of your head to the sole of your feet, be healed. In the same manner, he took the cup. Let us take the cup. And he said, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. This is a covenant of grace. This is not a covenant of, 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 of works. This is not a covenant of performance. No, this is a covenant of grace. This is not a covenant of you trying to please God. No, this is a covenant of you saying, just as I am, I come because I need help. I come because I realize this is a new covenant. It's not the old covenant where I had to do all these things. No, I, I just come to you by faith and receive, receive cleansing. What can wash away my sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. If you are not born again, this is a good moment for you to say, I need that blood to cleanse me of my sin. Those of you who are watching this and you're not born again, this is an opportunity for you to say, I want to receive this amazing grace. The blood symbolizes grace. The blood symbolizes salvation. It also symbolizes victory over Satan. As you take this, the Bible says, we overcome the enemy by the blood of the Lamb, by the word of our testimony. So as we receive this, I want to pronounce a victory over your life. I want to pronounce a new beginning for you in Jesus' name. He said, take, drink of it. Let's receive it now in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Oh, I feel his wonderful presence. Thank you for the blood. The blood of Jesus that moves and cleanses us. 
Right now, just stretch forth your hands and just receive that cleansing power of the blood. Let his wonderful presence and glory rest upon this church now and forevermore. Jesus, I submit this vision to you once again. It is your house. I pray and I declare that the blood of Jesus, that we are, as we take this communion element, I rem am reminded that this is your church, that you died for this church, that you are wounded for this church, you are bruised for this church, that these are your people. Hallelujah. That you are the head of this church and the head of the church. And we pray, Jesus, fill this house with your glory. I pray right now in Jesus' name, God. Fill this house with your power, God. Because it is your house, Lord. And you say that you will build your people. You will build the house of God. You will build this church and the gates of hell shall not prevail. As we have taken the communion element, Jesus, I, we choose to remember that you are the head of the church. So take your place. When we come here, we come here because of you. What we do here, we do for the glory of God. We don't come here to impress men. We come here to connect with Jesus. We come here to worship you. We come here with humility, God, humbling ourselves before you, God. And I pray, Almighty God, in Jesus' name, thank you for filling us afresh. Thank you for reviving us again. Thank you for building this house, O oh God, as we gather from, from across the nations. You're the center of it all. We honor you. We love you. We bless you. Now, Father God, as I just speak a release, I thank you for healing this, the need healing. Lord, I have sensed that there's many that who have been dealing with frustration right now. If you, 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 you resonate with that, you've been facing frustration right now. As I, I pray for you, may that frustration come to an end right now. Come on in Jesus' name. I, I take authority over the strategy of the enemy to frustrate you. I rebuke that in Jesus' name. I declare you shall, you shall prosper. You shall succeed. Listen, the Lord is for you. And if God be for you, who can be against you? I pray for those of you who need to give your life to Jesus. Those of you who are watching this on Catch Up. Those of you who are here, that you know you're like, Lord, I, I want to get right with God. Today, if you hear his voice, the Bible says, harden not your heart, but respond to him and say yes to Jesus. Right now, wherever you are, um, and even those of you who are born again, I want you to lift up your and say, I want you to lift up your hands and have a yes in your spirit. Say, not my will, God, but your will be done. Lord, I, for the rest of my life, I say, yes, Lord, to your will and to your way. Come on, lift your hands. Says, Lord, yes, Lord, to your will and to your will, God. Forgive me for where I have been hard-hearted. Forgive me for where, Lord, I have, I have, I have been resistant. Forgive me, Lord, for where I, I have, I have, I have been hardened. I have hardened my heart. Where I have not obeyed. Where I have not responded to you. I say, yes, Lord, to your will and to your way, God. I say, yes, Lord. I say yes, Lord. I say yes, Lord. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Amen. It says, he that takes this body, it says, for he who eats and drinks, uh, um, it says, let anyone examine himself, for he who eats and drinks uh, of this is, is acknowledging what Jesus did for them. So today, as you've taken these communion elements, may all the blessings connected with taking the communion be in your life now and forevermore. Amen. Amen.